This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Ride the Pine, episode 38. I'm joined, as always, by Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Good, man. Good. April's coming. Draft's coming. Baseball season's going. It's getting lively. Yeah, Yeah, it it is getting lively. Speaking of baseball, before we get into our topic for the day, how about Mike Trout these past couple weeks? Have you you, you been following baseball at all as of late? No. Fill me in right now. Well... Mike Trout, I think they said, is on pace for almost 60 home runs already this season. Uh, as he's already had in, I think they said, uh, eight games, nine games. I think he has seven home runs. That is crazy. But this yeah. happens every year, though. There's always those skewed numbers based on averages. You know, you get that one player who starts off hot, but can he stay hot is the question. Right. I mean, like, yeah, I feel like rarely you see that. Almost like with... um. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he was gonna, he was on pace for seventy-five touchdowns after week three or whatever. Or, what know, did he have? Fifty-five, I think. I don't know. He didn't break. No, no, no. He didn't break the record or anything. So he didn't. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, it's exciting. I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm no, not trying to like, no, no, no. You know, I agree with you. Ever, it, but like, but, but I literally, love chasing history. You know, <laughs> right? I love and, that. and literally, that's all I'm hearing as of late. It's like, oh, can he do it? And it's like, um, you know, we're two weeks into the season. Uh, let's well, all pump yeah. the bricks. It's a it's well, a exactly. long season. It's like well, geez, you guys for... got over 170 games left. I mean, you guys need to pump the brakes a little bit. It is funny, especially for where baseball is like the longest. You know, it's kind of ironic, but um, it is fun to kind of like see and like he's the guy. Like he's at that age with you know uh, the hype and everything that it would be exciting for the league to have that or at least have like the chase for it. You know, so I'm kind of intrigued to see because there hasn't been like a real home run threat in. A few years now. No, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, he's usually for, for, to break the record, you know. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, so on this episode, we are going to be discussing the uh, beef that's going on on social media between Antonio Brown of the Oakland Raiders, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and his former teammate, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, it all started with a uh, Steelers fan um, posting a picture that said that the 2018 uh, Steelers MVP was Juju Smith-Schuster, and uh, this fan tagged both Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster Schuster in the photo. <laughs> He's just asking for drama. That that fan at, right there. At, at, at that point, I I agree with you. I think this fan is just looking for something to happen. Yeah, he's entertained by it. Uh, so then, big shocker, Antonio Brown responds and says. Boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Everyone went blind to busy making guys famous, and there's not enough reality these days. Um, All right, hold up. So, so is he let's salty just stop right there. <laughs> yeah, let, let's talk about what he says. So, first off, it's like that's entrapment because Antonio Brown would never not respond to that, <laughs> first of all. Oh, so absolutely. He, I mean, when he saw that, he must have been like, yes, yes, I have something to say. This is great. You know, he's all amped about it. Um, but like, yeah, obviously, like, come on, man. The fans like extremely instigating that situation, knowing that they're, they can't help 
themselves but say something, you know? Right. Um, and, and of course, I mean, he comes back with, that's what we expect from Antonio Brown, right? He said exactly what I would think he would say. Yeah, and, and you know, I, th- I think, you know, it, it's not fair for Antonio Brown to go that route. Obviously, I'm not surprised. But with Juju Smith-Schuster being, what, his second year in the league? I mean, you expect the guy to have nerves when he's in his first playoff run? I mean, I'm not I mean, surprised. Yeah, of course. I mean, and there's just a mis- It wasn't even like it was that bad. There's just little mistakes. Like, that's not... It wasn't even, like, that monumental, what he did, you know? <laughs> it wasn't no, like he threw like, four interceptions at a, as a quarterback or something, you know? That would be like blaming Jared Goff for their Super Bowl loss when it's his first Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he could have played better, like, but he wasn't, he wasn't horrible, you know? No, he wasn't. But it's, so, it's the equivalent but, of blaming somebody who's never had that experience of playing with that kind of pressure, you know? Right. And it's just cutting them down. And, and you know, you th- you thought, you know, them being former teammates that they were friends or something. Oh, they definitely this, portrayed like a brotherhood, yeah. But <laughs> after this, I don't think so. And now, um, now I'm thinking about what he said. Like, this is his chance. Like, he could have... He could have been kind of cool about it. He could have ignored it. Or he could have came back with something kind of funny and just kind of brushed it off and left us all hanging. You know, he could he could have turned it around. And, and you know, and, annoying. And, and one thing that I actually didn't realize was that the whole uh, thing about how Juju Smith-Schuster fumbled. You know how there are some of those NFL players who come out and they don't take credit for making a mistake? I think you and I have yeah. talked about this before, not being accountable for, for a mistake. Yeah. So Juju, I'm looking here, Juju posted a photo on Christmas Eve this past year that said, when I'm at my lowest, I'm not going to hide. I'm sorry, that loss was on me. I let everyone down and it won't happen again. Talk about class from a guy who's Dude, only right? been in the league for two years. Owning and it And then up. for Antonio, right, he owned up to it. He knew it was a mistake. He knew he messed up. But for then Antonio Brown to use that against him? When he when Juju had the best season of his career so far, I know it's only his second year, but he had a breakout year. It yeah, was one of his good, best yeah. years of of his whole career so far. But then for even though Juju owned up to his mistake and Antonio Brown came after him for it, shows that Antonio Brown has no class whatsoever. Yeah, it's so lame. And like no one really thought there was much of an issue between them, so he just had to go out of his way to like make sure he stuck a you know, a, a stake between the two of them, you know, like a wedge between them. Like Come on, like it's like he had to try to do that. Like Juju already accepted it. What he did, like his performance wasn't even that crazy. Like it was just a poor game. It wasn't that big of a thing. But, you know, a lot of people say he's also the reason why they got to where they were to even right. have that chance, you know? So it's like, you know, a lot of stars do that. They're the ones that get him there and then also sometimes let him down. You know, and and I do actually like how Juju responded instead of Yeah, like, so what do you say? throwing up profanities and things like that, he responded with, all I ever did was show that man love and respect from the moment I got into the league. I was genuinely happy for him when he got traded to Oakland with a big contract, and now he takes shots at me in social media. Crazy how big that ego has to be to take shots at people who show you love. Right. And then That's fair. Po- and then he went on to post a, a picture of a quote from Mark Twain that said, never argue with a fool onlookers may not be able to tell the difference and i gotta tell you what a play by juju smith schuster uh very classy on his response basically saying hey i showed you love and respect i'm not gonna cut you down i'm gonna be the bigger man here i will say the never argue with the fool quote was great to quote mark twain yeah 
definitely help yourself though you know like no people are thinking he's taking the higher road and it's like well then he ended up still kind of saying the jab you know and by you know, saying that it's like he's arguing with a fool <laughs> you know right had he left it at crazy how big that ego has to be to take shots at people who will show you love had he left it at that he's taking yeah. the high road he he's yeah. won this argument yeah, but I then mean, for him to yeah. follow it up with the ne- never argue with the fool, then ha- he went that little extra bit where it's like, okay, now you're taking a jab at him. Yeah, right. And and I I, I even wish he said less than that to begin with, because you know sometimes less is more. And he could have left that awful simple, and Antonio Brown would have been kind of questioning, why isn't he saying something back or whatever? You know, Juju could have just posted a, a smiley or what anything. I don't know. But like, you, you almost don't need to argue it because like no one's gonna no one's gonna stand behind Antonio Brown for just being rude. Like no one likes someone that just points out negativity about it, about an old teammate. That's lame. No, you know? no, that, that that's uncalled for. Um, you know, so overall, I, I think Juju definitely could have played the situation better. I think he handled it still well, but it could have been held uh, handled better. Yeah, um, but but it's still at the end of the day, it is still on Antonio Brown. That's something he shouldn't have done. Well, I mean, but, but, but I we mean, expect are we, that. Are right? we surprised? I was gonna say, are we surprised? Right, exactly. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, not at all. Um, you know, you go ahead and enjoy that one there, Oakland, L.A. Raiders. You guys enjoy that the next few years. Yeah, bitching and complaining. You, you know how much you want to bet he he came up with that statement because of his, you know, the big contract that he just got. So his ego is at an all time high. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's on cloud nine. He's like, I just got paid. Like, this is great. And just decided to just take a shot at a former teammate, you know, for probably one of the lowest moments of his, uh, his football career. And I just didn't think, and, and I mean, the mistake when it happens, it happens. You know, that's sports. You know, mistakes are going to happen. I mean, Bill Buckner, the baseball through the legs. I mean, that's still talked about to this day. Poor guy. Um, yeah. This fumble by him cost them a chance to go into the playoffs in 2018. Honestly, I don't think it would have necessarily mattered. I think they wouldn't have made it very far. But the thought right, of, you know, making the playoffs as opposed to not making the playoffs, I think that's a big deal, obviously. Right, and if but, I remember correctly, I think they even needed some help anyway. I don't even know if they were in with the win. I thought they were. I thought they needed some other team to lose as well. Yeah, I think they I needed know. the Colts to lose, I believe, or something Maybe, like yeah, that. Yeah, but either way, it's like that's just. I mean, those things. It wasn't even that crazy. It wasn't like a Super Bowl fumble to lose the game. Like the whole game could have been differently, and they could have won. Right. You know, and 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 you know, the thing I take from this is that football is a team sport. You know, it's not, oh, just because this guy fumbled the ball in the fourth quarter with like a minute left or whatever, oh, we lost the game because of him. No. What about the rest of the game? What about, you know, penalties on defense, penalties on offense, poor throws by the quarterback, uh, routes not being run by tight ends and receivers or running backs? There are tons of different factors that go into a game being lost. Yeah, exactly. You can't sit there and say that one person costs you a chance to go to the playoffs. Yeah, right. That's, no, that's it is, it is a team. It is a team sport. There's, I mean, there's 11 players in the field, and every one of them, each play, has two or three opportunities to do it right or do it wrong. You know, so there's quite a few. Well, I mean, of course, that one sticks out. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, like obviously, there's many more opportunities to fail or succeed. Oh my god. Um. Oh, and this is apparently new. I actually just realized this was put out uh four hours ago. Um. 
Juju Smith-Schuster posted a picture of himself back when he was in his college days at USC, said, What's up, AB? I'm a receiver at the University of Southern California. I appreciate all your work. You're a great man on the fi- on off the field. Do you have any tips that can help take my game to the next level? Thanks, man. But, but uh, <laughs> so this picture is funny. He had sent that direct message to Antonio Brown before he got drafted. Wow, and then, that's weird. And then he posted a comment that says, on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is amazing. And it's a picture of Juju Smith-Schuster after he just caught a touchdown, and he's got his hand up to his mouth in like the shh yeah. motion, yeah. which is absolutely incredible. So, so what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't know. Still excessive and, you know, not needed, but... I mean, it's still funny. It's still clever, but it's just gonna, it's just gonna cause more of that back and forth, and every little bit of energy could be towards gameplay, you know, films, practice, whatever. Like I don't know, man. You don't need to sit. Like, what, what, what good is it gonna do to do that and go back and forth? You know, it's clever and all for sure. Oh, it's incredibly clever, and I, I love just like the back and forth and back and forth. And that was actually reported by Field Yates about four hours ago. That's <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Um, you, you love this stuff. This is your oh, this is this your is soap great. opera. Oh, this is great. Uh, th- th- this is my Kardashians. This is phenomenal. Antonio uh, will be posting shortly, so let's keep an eye out. Oh yeah, no, he absolutely is going to be responding to that. Um, my th- other thought before we uh, say goodbye for this episode is: What do you think this is going to do in terms of impacting? their seasons next year do you think it's going to have any uh i wouldn't say repercussions but do you think that they're going to be playing any differently in their in their new roles just the two receivers themselves yeah Um, no 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 i don't i think i i think we saw juju become the main focus of the passing offense this year um even with antonio brown i do think you, you he looked like he was the primary um, whether or not they both got a lot, a lot of the numbers, they both looked pretty good. But I think the Steelers themselves will be fine. I think they're going to miss Le'Veon Bell more. Um, I don't. I really don't know if I believe in um, in uh, James Conner. We'll see. Um, but I think it's going to be just the same in Pittsburgh, and I think they're going to be just fine. And I think he's going to do just as well. He's he's really a freak. He's really good. Yeah, you know, I remember back uh, about two three years ago. Uh... My lovely wife and I, we went out to California and we went and saw USC versus Notre Dame back when Juju was still in college. That's cool. I didn't follow him at all in college. And uh, I see this guy on this punt return. He takes his punt return from his own two-yard line. He could have just let it go into the end zone, but he took it from his own two. He ran it back all the way for a touchdown. And I'm like, who wow. the hell is this guy? And right? I look at him yeah. I'm like, Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm like, I hope the Pats draft him. Womp, womp. Yeah, they right, passed right. on him like three times. I was just like, oh, well, oh, well. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be just fine. He is just coming up to his peak, right? Like he is in the perfect age and shape and and, and I think even team for that, you know? Um, Antonio is a little bit past that. He's been he's been hustling for a few years now. Um, and Oakland's been off their groove for the past few years, so they're not like expecting winning right now, you know? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how it's going to be with Antonio Brown. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, um, when Antonio first signed with the Raiders and that whole news broke, they um, they showed a video of him and Derek Carr at the Pro Bowl kind of talking with each other and kind of getting like 
giddy with each other. So I think we I think we would have known had that video surfaced yeah, earlier. True. We would have known that the, he was going to end up in Oakland. Right. Um, and Carr's nice. The, you know, he's good, but I, I mean, he's no Big Ben though. You know, as much as I can't stand the Steelers, Big Ben is a phenomenal quarterback, and yeah, I don't think Derek Carr. Intuition. Yeah, I don't think Carr is anywhere near Ben's level at all. I think, see, I think Carr is pretty good. I don't know if he's like that. You know, feed the top receiver kind of guy. I, I think it'll end up kind of going anywhere. Um, and like Big Ben, like they, they always have offense, but it usually is the number one. You know, receiver. Right. And I can see for the Raiders it being. Mixed up more, but maybe in Brown will be cool with that. Maybe he's fine as long as they're winning and all that. He doesn't care if he's mixed in, you know, I don't know. Well, with Jared Cook now a saint, I mean, yeah, that's, that's uh, true. That takes, that, yeah. that, that, that takes an extra pair of hands away that Derek Carr could throw to. So I think Antonio Brown's pretty much going to be the focus of that offense. Yeah. Um, while on the other hand, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, who's pretty much going to be the top receiver in Pittsburgh. Uh, guaranteed at least a thousand yards next year. I, I'm putting that on the table right now. He sounds um, like a nice draft pick to me for fantasy. I'd be, I'd probably grab him in the second round, no problem. I'd say back into the second round is a great spot for him. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think they're both gonna have good seasons. I'm actually saying right now, I'm gonna call it right now. Antonio has less yardage than Juju next year. I think I think Juju's going to outdo him. Next yeah, year. that that wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. He's in the better part of his career for that anyway. And you know, if Oakland had a better season last year, I, I might see that continue to roll. But they basically need to like get the momentum going, and I don't know if they will. Yeah, it, it all depends on who Oakland goes and takes in the draft. Um, there's talk that they might go after that top receiver. I believe he was from. I can't remember what school he's from. Um, oh God, I can't remember. He's like the he's projected to go to Jacksonville at number six or seven, but with Oakland there in the top four or five, there's talk that he might be on the other side of Antonio in Oakland. If that's the case, if they can build their defense somehow, uh, Oakland could be rebuilt before you know it. Oh yeah, no agreed. Um, but that is gonna do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Thank you so much to everybody for joining. Thank you so much. Uh, and for listening and thank you for supporting us um on instagram and twitter um we always love hearing from you guys so make sure to reach out out to us on there if you have any questions for us and for all of us here thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time